This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. As always, it is great to be back talking blues hockey, and especially after a very successful California road trip. The Blues played the Sharks Saturday. Going into this game, the Sharks were one of the top five teams in the league, and the Blues were right around the middle of the pack, around 14th or 15th. Both teams have goalies that are not having their best year. I think until this year, a lot of people would consider Martin Jones a top 10 goaltender, at least I would. In San Jose, the fans love Martin Jones. If you look at both teams, you're thinking, well, the Sharks are the top five. The Blues are right around the middle, 14th, 15th. Martin Jones must be doing very, very well. But he's not doing as well as you would think. In St. Louis, people blame Jake Allen for every game he loses. In San Jose, it's not that way at all. I know a lot of fans out there. I know people that work for the Sharks. They love Martin Jones. So let's get into this. According to a lot of Blues fans, Jake Allen lets in soft goals. He's a terrible goaltender. He's the reason the Blues were terrible at the beginning of the year. It's all on Jake Allen's shoulders for that horrendous start to where they were one of the worst teams in the league until they came alive in the second half of the season. Let's break down the stats. Jake Allen's goals against is 2.90, and his save percentage is 9.03. He's got three shutouts. Now let's take an in-depth look at Martin Jones' season and how he's doing. With the Sharks being one of the top five teams in the league, most people in St. Louis, I'm sure, would think that he's a top goaltender this year. But he is not. His goals against are 2.89. Save percentage is less than Jake Allen's at .898, and he's only got two shutouts. He has played in more games. He is 33-13 and 13, as opposed to Jake Allen's 18-16. and 16. But it's pretty comparable. Why do I bring these stats out? I bring these stats out because even after Jake Allen played great in this game against the Sharks, one of the top teams in the league, people still went after him for losing the game in overtime. I want to get off the subject, but I can't because it continues to be a top subject in this city of how bad Jake Allen is and how great Jordan Bennington is. Bennington has a bad game. It's because the team in front of him didn't play well, or it's because just some great shots. If Jake Allen has a bad game, he's a terrible goaltender should have stopped all the shots, just hasn't played well, still playing terrible. But the stats show with Jake Allen, even after the team playing so bad at the beginning of the year, he is still a comparable goaltender to Martin Jones, whose team is fourth or fifth in the league. My point is, this is a team game. Goalies do have a huge impact on a game. But so does the defense and so does the offense. If you lose games and your offense doesn't score enough goals to win, 
especially games like a two to one game, one to nothing game, that is not all on the goaltender. Enough of the stats. Just wanted to educate some of you people that think Jake Allen is just the worst goalie in the world. I've actually heard that comment. Let's move past that and get into the highlights of this game. Jake would have a very good game. In fact, if not for him, just like that game against Minnesota a while back, this would have never, ever went to overtime. The Blues played very well in the first part of the first period, and Pat Maroon would get a rebound and put it past Martin Jones to give the Blues a one to nothing lead. Played back to Pareko, and then to Dunn. Here's Pareko again, a shot. That's up high. They score! Maroon got it off the end boards and tucks it in. And Maroon makes it 1-0. Fifth goal of the year for Pat Maroon. He had a good jam play earlier, and he just missed on the stick side. And this play, he takes a carom off the boards. The shot by Pareko got away from him. Pareko's on the right point. He fires it. It gets tipped earlier, and that's why that puck came off the glass. And then it goes up high. I'm sure that... Goaltender lost a little vision there, but boy, did Patty Maroon, he, he stuck with it. He kept on it. Very nice to see a power play goal by the Blues. Some great puck movement done to Pareko. Pareko takes a shot. The puck goes off the glass right in front of Martin Jones in the corner of the goal. Pat Maroon's right there and puts it in, and the Blues are up one to nothing. That goal by Maroon would be his fifth of the year. Pareko with that initial shot gets his 12th assist. Dunn gets his 19th assist. Power play goal, 10 minutes, 35 seconds in. It was a pretty good period for the Blues up to that point. Jake Allen was playing well. I thought the defense was playing pretty strong. They got a couple opportunities against Martin Jones. But then the Sharks, Timo Meyer, who I think is just a great, great player. He was drafted, I believe, number ninth overall in the first round of the 2015 NHL draft. And I said back then, this guy is going to be special. And he is. He is one of the Sharks' top players. The Sharks would get a power play, and he would put the Sharks on the board with the 25th goal of the year to knot this one up at one apiece. Baxter Heath loads up, and it's blocked in front. Might have hit Timo Meyer. Meyer in front. Scores! For the fourth game in a row. Well, the second power play, you're going to get it on Tim Heath. Beautiful shot. You're right. Hits Timo Meyer. Comes off Thornton. Picks that puck up and finds Gessu right in the middle. Meyer coming and slashing in through the middle. Finds the 5-0 on Allen. And good capitalization on the power play goal. And Thornton continues to play some amazing hockey for the Sharks. I know Blues fans are probably going to be upset at how much I'm going on about this young guy. But he is really, really good. This goal was scored with right around 7-8 seconds left in the power play. And it was basically a bad, bad assignment by Bo Meester. Timo Meyer was behind him. Thornton had the puck. Passes it right to Timo Meyer. Bo Meester is just basically lost out there in the middle. Meyer skates from behind him, goes in front of him, and puts it past Jake Allen for the goal. That goal by Meyer would be his 25th of the year. Thornton gets his 26th of the year, and he gets his 7th assist. Power play goal, 16 minutes, 23 seconds in. Timo Meyer was not done. Just a little over three minutes later, he would get his second goal of the period and his 26th of the year to give the Sharks a 2-1 to lead going out of the first period. Hurdle protects it on the boards down to Logan. Out front! Meyer scores again! Timo Meyer goes back to back! Logan could 
mature start this play in the neutral zone. This is a good play by Timo Meyer. Just directs it right here, but they're trying to make that play, and then he keeps it in, and look at this backhand feed into Timo. Pulls out the backhand as he gets Allen moving from left to right. What a look by Couture. Another bad play by Bo Meester. Bo Meester makes the decision to skate towards the boards. It leaves Meyer wide open in front of the net, and he puts it past Jake Allen. Terrible goal to give up so late in the first period. That goal by Meyer would be his 26th of the year and second of the game. Logan Couture gets his 37th assist. Thomas Hurdle gets his 30th assist. 2-1 Sharks. San Jose did outshoot the Blues 10-8 in the first period. The cause of those two goals were terrible defensive lapses by Jay Bomeister. He's been playing so well since about the middle of January, and you hate to see him kind of fall apart again, and he did in this game, especially in the first period. Going into the second period, the story of that period, at least at the beginning through the middle, would be Jake Allen. He made some great saves, including this one, to keep it a one-goal game. Pavelski, McEachern on the ice, caught him, and broke it up. Pavelski in front, and a shot, oh. what a save by Allen on Meyer, who nearly had his first hat trick. Pavelski fought for the puck behind the net, he gets it. Meyer's basically wide open again in front of the net, about eight feet in front of Jake Allen. Let's a nice shot go, and Jake Allen shows a quick mitt to stop Meyer from getting a hat trick. A huge, huge save, because late in the second period, Braden Shin in the second game back, after being out from a concussion, Ties this one up at two each on a beautiful goal. Here comes Bozak. Picks his way in there. Now for Shen. Shen to the net. Oh, Bozak, they score! Shen got it! And it's a 2-2 game at the buzzer. What a play by Shen. Incredibly quick reaction time by Braden Shen because this pass was intended for Ryan O'Reilly. And it gets picked, up by, picked off by Goudreau in front of the net. And Goudreau's got it on his stick. Shen swoops in there and just fires it right off his stick and into the net just as time is expiring. Huge effort by Braden Shen and some laziness by the Sharks. I guess they thought the period's over. We'll just kind of skate nicely into the locker room, but it wasn't going to happen. Shen skates in. Puck ends up on Goudreau's stick. Shen takes it away from him and puts it past Martin Jones, and we're tied two each. That goal by Shin would be a power play goal, his 13th goal of the year, and it was unassisted. 19 minutes, 57 seconds into the second period. Not a lot of shots on goal in that second period. There were a couple chances by the Sharks. That big save I played earlier from Jake Allen. Going into the third period, the Sharks would just pepper Jake Allen with 15 shots to the Blues' only four shots against Martin Jones, which means what? It means Jake Allen had to be on the top of his game, and he was. And then LeBanc for Dylan. Dylan a drive, tipped, in front, wide open. Oh. What a save by Jake Allen, sprawling. Old time save there by Allen. And heat around. Nice play by the Sharks oh ahead. Look oh out, Sorensen in the clear. Saved by Jake Allen on Sorensen and a breakaway. Oh my goodness, what a save. The Sharks just dominated the Blues in that third period, and Jake Allen dominated the Sharks. These weren't the only good saves he made out of their 15 shots. If not for Jake Allen in this third period, we never would have gotten to overtime. We head into overtime, 
and the Sharks would get the two points on a goal by LeBanc. And now Hurdle will hand it off to LeBanc. In with Couture. Back to LeBanc. He scores! What a game here in San Jose. And the Sharks are in first place. What a finish for the San Jose Sharks. Kevin LeBanc kick, kicks it out. Give and go. What a pass. Speed by Couture. And a finish by the bank. Made a terrific play in the neutral zone and gets rewarded for it on that feed from Couture. Hurdle to LeBanc, to Logan Couture, back to LeBanc. Beautiful passing by the Sharks to get the win over the Blues. That goal by LeBanc would be his 12th of the year. Couture gets his 38th assist, and Thomas Hurdle gets his 31st assist. That overtime goal was 3 minutes and 21 seconds into OT. Let's get to the stats of the game. The Sharks outshot the Blues 33-19. The Blues won the faceoff battle 60% to 40%. One very positive aspect of this game. The Blues were 2-3 for three on the power play, but the Sharks were 1-2 for two on the power play. The Blues outhit the Sharks 19-14. The Sharks outblocked the Blues 17-12. The Sharks had 12 giveaways to the Blues 10. We're going to head to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Jake Allen, who just had a great game. And then we're going to hear from Shin, who had that game-tying goal. So happy to see Shin back. We'll finish things up in the interview side with Coach Craig Berube. I think uh, two out of three probably would have been a good trip for us. Um, five out of six points, we'll definitely take it. I think we've been playing very well, but that was outstanding. And just feel like you got in the so many point Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, Desperate hockey right now and, you know, desperate times for everyone, including myself, and um, just giving the boys a chance. You know, it's uh, we have a playoff spot as of today, but, you know, teams are chasing us down. Every We know every point's crucial, so I think uh, we'll definitely take the one point tonight uh, against a really good team and a really tough building to play in. That's a, a potent offense, obviously, but it uh, seems like they got a lot of net front uh, yeah. in front of you. Right? They, you know, ever since I've been here and, you know, since – Burns, Pavelski, and Thornton been here. They, you know, generate a lot from uh, in front of the net. That's just the way they always have. Um, it's the way they beat us in the Western Conference Final. You know, it's sort of the the refs recipe of their team, and uh, they do a good job at it. That's why they're having success this year. Did you get to a point where you kind of feeding off each big save and just kept giving them more count? Nah, <laughs> I guess you can say that. You know, my job is just to stop the puck. You know, it's uh, it was a tiring third period, no question. They poured it on, but. Um, uh, it was fun. Uh, it was a good challenge for me and, and for our group, and I thought we responded really well. Looked like you were sliding into second base on that LeBanc uh, save. Yeah, you know, I tried to take his. It was a weird play. I was in front of the guy, and he made a nice pass back door. I was just trying to get as much as I could over there, and I think he thought I was covering high, and he shot low, and I got a piece of it. So. You, know, you talk about you playing well, well, it makes it sound like you weren't playing well before, but in mean, this recent stretch, you had two shutouts and four games, and then what you did today just. How good do you feel? Right now? Well, it's just for me. It's uh, you know that month, month, five week stretch there when when Benner was was just on a tear. Um, for me, it was just trying to stay stay focused as much as I can. You know, it's easy to get distracted and you know get caught you know some complacency a little bit. But uh, I really tried to you know step up my game and just uh, be ready every day. And um, you know, I knew I'd get my chance again. Um, you know, we still have. 14 or 15 tough games left. We're going to need both guys uh, like we'd have been the last couple of years and uh, just trying to make the most of my chance. 
It's a tough road trip. It's never easy coming into this uh, this building. So five out of six points, we'll take it. Um, anything can happen in overtime. And and uh, like I said, we played hard. We battled hard today to, to get one point. Uh, can you take us through your goal? Another huge goal. Another one in the like the waning seconds of a period. Uh, yeah. Um, Bozy did a great job by uh, attacking the blue line, and uh, he kind of drew two guys to him. Um, tried to get to him back door, put it on the, right on the guy's tape, and was able to, you know, get a, a quick whack on it. Was it just instinct that told you to? You kind of like crashed the net like a basketball player going in for for a rebound. Is it just something you'd normally do? Um, yeah, I mean. Power play, you got to get to the front of the net. Uh, like I said, it was kind of a mini two-on-one heading uh, to the net. And like I said, I put it right on the guy's tape, and he, he held it for a split second too long, and I was able to uh, uh, put it in. The uh, San Jose team, obviously v very potent, lots, lots of firepower. Uh, it seemed like they got, they got a lot of really good chances uh, uh, tonight, a lot of net front presence. Is that just due to their skill, or uh, you guys have every, some breakdowns? No, uh, I mean, they're going to get chances. They're a good team. You look at that lineup, they're deep everywhere, and they're missing two key pieces. So um, they're a tough team to play against. They're a good team. Um, you know, Maybe we uh, didn't create as much uh, offense as, as we wanted tonight, but I don't think we were bad in, the, in that regard. Um, you know, We were able to, to get some chances, and like I said, come out of here with a point. They're uh, they're obviously missing two two key pieces. You guys are missing uh, uh, Tarasenko. How do you think you guys responded? To that? He's, he's not an easy piece to, uh, you know, um, you know. It's hard, it's hard to some, for someone to replace him, and uh, you know I think guys stepped up. Uh, Siani came in after not playing, and a couple did a great job tonight. Um, you know he's uh, he's scoring a lot of goals lately for us. Obviously it's a tough guy to replace, but I think guys uh, did a good job tonight. How about Jake? I don't know if he touched on him yet. How well he played, just uh, yeah, he's, he's been. I said it, uh, I don't know if it was in LA or Anaheim, but I, I think maybe the start to the season wasn't what he wanted. But I think that speaks for everyone on this team. We were all, we were all, um, weren't very good. And I think this past, you know, three quarters of the season here, um, or, or for a long time, he's been very good. Um, obviously, Benners came in and played really well. Uh, Jake's done what it takes to. You know, to uh, put in the work, uh, be ready for his chance, and he's making the most of it right now. So he's making huge saves for us, uh, doing what he does, and and we have confidence in both our goalies. About three or four of them that were you know one on one. Today. I mean a lot, a lot. They're they're a dangerous team. They he made a lot of good saves tonight. Uh, not only tonight in LA as well. Um, you know, you need your goalies to give you a chance to win, and they're doing uh, giving a chance to win uh, every night. What uh, it's three on three. Uh Basically a crapshoot. I mean, lots of open eyes, just three players. Almost like maybe one bad bounce or, or one, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, one. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of things. It's uh, obviously making reads. It's uh, um, sometimes you get tired guys. Uh, sometimes the bounce goes your way. So there's, there's a lot of things that come into, uh, um, into three on three. Uh, personally, I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, you know, free hockey, a uh, chance to, to, to win a hockey game. And, and you see most games ended in three on three overtime. I feel real good about the trip for sure. I thought come out west here and get uh, five out of six. That's pretty good, all around. So, how about the uh, just overall your overall thoughts on how the team played and the, the game? <laughs> on the whole trip or just this game? game this this game. game. Um, you know, a little bit slow in the first. I thought uh, not slow, but you know that it's a good team. You know, we the, San Jose's a tough barn to come into, and they they're one of the best teams in the first period in the league, but. You know, um, I thought we did a lot of good stuff tonight. Didn't, we didn't, we didn't generate um, 
you know, enough pucks to the net. Like, I thought that we had a lot of zone time, ozone time, but the pucks just got blocked or missed the net or just not enough scoring, not enough, opportun not enough opportunities at the net, hitting the net. Showed some faith starting Jake. It looks like he uh, made you feel like you made the right decision. He, he was excellent. Um, we got a little loose there at the end of the third, and he stopped a couple big uh, scoring opportunities. That's, you know, big, get us a point. And how about without Tarasenko, you know, Sanford had, had been a scratch. How would he do tonight? I thought he played well. Competed hard. I thought he moved well. Um, you know, he was aggressive. Uh, we, we've been talking about, you know, with him about being more aggressive and using his body more and, and, his, and his making harder puck plays. And I thought, I thought, that, uh, I thought that line was good. Uh, how about the Shen goal at the end of the second? At, uh, I guess three seconds left. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, I thought Bozak made a real good play over the blue line, a heavy play, keep the puck alive, and, um, you know, that created it all. And then just, you know, get to the net and things happen. I know you're not thinking about your goalie for Tuesday at this point, but is Jake putting himself in the conversation to kind of get a run? Or? Yeah, I mean, I think that, like I said, um, about a month ago or more, that we're, we're going to need both goalies. That's just the way it is. Like, it's just a heavy schedule. There's games, game after games, back to back. So we need both guys, you know, and he's doing his job. Anything you could have done differently on that last sequence in, in OT? It looked like your group was, had been out there for They're a while. They too tired, yeah. Try to get a change maybe, uh, you know, but maybe they couldn't. I got to look at it closer. But uh, kind of poached in the middle of there a little bit. I would like this just to back off maybe and just, you know, keep them on the outside. But it, that's the way it goes sometimes. Looked like there's Herbal that made a good move to circle back and get yeah. some fresh guys yeah. in for them. Yeah, they had fresh guys and we didn't. Anytime you can have a three-game road trip and come back with five out of six points, you're doing pretty good. It's good to get a point against the Sharks. In the Sharks' previous three games, they were 3-0 and and they had scored 14 goals. So they had averaged 4.33 goals for each one of those games. Moving into the next game, they're going to be taking on the Coyotes at home. We cannot back down because there's teams nipping on our heels. The Stars have 75 points and are in the first wild card spot. Minnesota has 74 points. They're in the second wild card spot. But guess who's right behind them? The Arizona Coyotes. So this game is going to be huge for them, just as it's going to be huge for the Blues. The Blues have 14 games left. And I think if they want to keep that third spot in the Central Division, they're probably going to have to win about nine or ten of those games. And I think they're very capable of it, especially the way they've been playing. I would honestly think even though Jake's playing very well, they'll probably give Bennington the start at home on Tuesday. And the game on Thursday, I'm just not sure yet. I'm not sure who they're going to start. They could start Jake Allen again. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Jake Allen on other podcasts, on other shows. One thing I want to give you guys a heads up to that I think you must watch, and I know some of you guys have heard of this show. It's called the Hawaii Blues Fan Show. It's on YouTube. He actually interviews Jake Allen's agent and asks him a lot of great questions. Make sure you check out that interview. It's a great interview. Guy does a great job, gets a lot of insight from Jake Allen's agent. It's a must watch. And always, guys, if you want to read some great articles, go to bluesrants.com. 
you'll find all kind of information on the Blues. Previews of games, game recaps, stuff about the Rampage. I wouldn't be sending you there if it wasn't a great place to go to to get Blues information. And you know what's great about it? They're actually locally owned and locally ran. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and of course, let's go Blues! Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.